Hi, my name is Thomas Johnson, and I'm the founder and CEO of Get Up and Get Fit Wellness Coaching Concierge. I'm also a C-suite advisor and investor, and you're listening to How May I Serve You, where I'm constantly on the quest to surround myself with the best coaches while learning how to better serve our executive clientele by asking them, How May I Serve You? Today's show is sponsored by Get Up and Get Fit. Get Up and Get Fit will be providing students with textbooks and school supplies in Cambodia in honor of our guests today as well as our philanthropic mission to impact at least 50,000 people per year. Today's guest is Becky Frazier. Becky, how you doing? I'm doing well. Great to see you. Awesome. So Becky Frazier, PCC, is the founder of Focus for Growth, a credential coach, an, ex an experienced facilitator, and passionate speaker. She frequently works with clients who identify with being introverted skeptics. She supports them as they integrate who they are as leaders, with how they communicate, make decisions, and interact with others in their organizations. But prior to becoming a professional coach, Becky worked in HR for 15 years in a range of software and technical industries. She holds an MBA from Yale University School of Management. She has earned the Professional Certified Coach PCC credential through the International Coach Federation, as we all know it, ICF. So Becky, how are you doing today? I'm doing really well. Great to be here. Awesome. So, Becky, I want us to dive into learning about who you are, right? How you got started, where you from. So, talk to us. Give us a two-minute version. Sure. Um, the quick version is uh, that I actually grew up farming. And so, that right. gave me a really great foundation of things like perseverance and stuff like that that shows up in that kind of environment. Okay. And a lot of the paths that I took in my life were because I kept on taking that next risk to go forward. So mm. went off to university in Madison, okay. um, moved halfway across the country to go to um, my master's program in uh, Yale University, as you had mentioned earlier. And that's when I really moved into the HR realm okay. and learned how to interact with people, influence people, all of those skills that are really important in those corporate and quite frankly, non-corporate kinds of environments. Yeah. Um, and then I attended a coach training program. And the short version of that is I then decided to become a coach about seven years ago. Mm. And I have been excited and happy to be able to do that since then. On a personal front, I'm also um, married and I live in, well, just actually outside of Ann Arbor, Michigan. Okay. Okay. Nice. So let's talk about your childhood living on a farm because that's, I'm pretty sure you had some tough chores, right? Oh, yes. <laughs> so talk, talk to us about how you learned discipline being a, a product of your environment. So talk to us about that. Yeah. So, you know, what's interesting is the first thing that I think about is when I was really young, we okay. lived on a hog farm. Ooh. And I don't know if anyone has ever kind of interacted with that particular animal, but they're a little bit too smart for their own good. And they don't <laughs> do what you tell them to do, they only do what they choose to do. And so you would learn these techniques of just maybe leaning or guiding and things like that. Mm. And I find that to be really useful even now because I recognize that we can't just tell people what to do. And so it really becomes this persistence and this goal of just saying, okay, but this is actually why it's in your best interest or in our collective best interest yeah. to go in a particular direction. Wow. That's a great, great connection right there because you mentioned being a a hog farmer, right? You have to guide, you have to guide your your hogs, your your pigs, 
And when you work with 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 the um, clientele, right? Um, as a coach, you have to guide them, right? You you're the guide, they're the clients. You're not in front of them, no behind them. You're right next to them as a guide, mm-hmm. right? Yes. So 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 I I guess you 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 was able to become experienced from an early age. <laughs> from an early yes, age. yes, indeed. Though I will say my clients don't resemble the pigs so much. Like, okay. Yeah, you know, they're, they're lovely humans. They really are. Awesome, awesome. So why did you get into coaching in the first place, Becky? Well, it was after about that 15 years of human resources that I started um, in a coach training program. Okay. I'm trained through IPEC. Um, it's the Institute for Professional Excellence in Coaching. Okay. And as I went through that particular program, I started to recognize more and more that I really wasn't thrilled to be doing the HR work that I was doing within corporate. Mm. And I had been doing the work that my employer asked me to do. And then I would do this other piece. And that gave me another 20 hours, 30 hours per week to add to my uh, work week. And really, that was the coaching piece of it that I found myself doing. So ultimately, as I finished that coaching program, my decision was I'll carve out all of the pieces of HR that I really love and I'll just Mm -hmm. do that separately and on my own. Mm. And then Focus for Growth came into being as a consequence of that. Today's episode is sponsored by Get Up and Get Fit. Being an executive can be very demanding. Your schedule is unpredictable. You have conflicting responsibilities that pull you in multiple directions at once. You travel too much, work late hours, and cross time zones. All things that wreak havoc on your body. This is why having a wellness support team is necessary. Get Up and Get Fit is the wellness concierge support that busy executives, entrepreneurs, and celebs rely on to keep them healthy and fit despite their hectic schedules. A body under prolonged stress is not a healthy body. Time to reduce your stress. Increase your energy, flexibility, strength, and endurance so you can enjoy life instead of just living it. Go to getupandgetfit.com. That's G-E-T-U-P-N-G-E-T-F-I-T.com. And schedule your consultation right now. Get up and get fit. It's a lifestyle. That's amazing. So, so right now, when when you wake up in the morning, you are you're focused. So, you, when you wake up in the morning, you are being led, opposed to being being pushed, right? Because now you're doing what you love. Because you you've been able to carve out the things you like to do, opposed to being forced to do things that you don't like to do. So, how how does that feel? Like, describe your your daily life as a coach and being in your in your I guess in your um your calling. I, sh- I would I would say. Yeah, absolutely. I would say that there's almost a, like you said, it's a, it's a pull instead of a push. Mm -hmm. And so it feels like you're kind of pulled from your heart and lifted in the direction of, of the client so that it's really, where is it that I can be in service to them and how Mm -hmm. they want to achieve their goals. And I get to leave all of my stuff off to the side when I'm working with a client because I get to invest myself fully into them. And that mm. other time when I'm not with a client, then I get to be thinking about what is what is my thinking about the people I'm working with and, and how can I build out additional information or resources that can help support them when we're not talking. Awesome. Awesome. Let's dive into understanding 
how you created your company's name, Focus for Growth. All right, that's a great name right there. How did it, how did this come up? So it's a funny story, actually. <laughs> my husband and I were driving to go see my mother-in-law, and I said, "This is time for a word game." <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and so I just really started talking about why is it that I would want to do coaching? And mm. it was really this idea of growing people from being in a place of strength. I'm effective in my role. I'm productive in my role, but I want to be able to bring it to that next level. So mm. how can I grow to be in that next place? And so it was really focused on that growth. And there you go, right? It just naturally flows right out of there yeah. that it's focused for that growth. Some people might even be struggling a little bit in their current role and they're looking to get their feet more grounded. Mm -hmm. Most of the time, those who are attracted to working with me are really focusing on moving to that next level, looking for that next promotion or just got that promotion. And now Becky, what am I supposed to do with this now <laughs> kind of situation? That's awesome right there. Such a great name, Becky. Such a great Thank name. Thank you. You did, a good, you did a great job in choosing it. So what type of clients do you typically work with? So, you know, I do work with what I refer to as the introverted skeptic. It's not necessarily an exclusive piece, but the people I work with have a tendency to be a little bit inside their head. They're mm -hmm. the introvert who is in need of that filling up of their energy, either by being by themselves or being in a small group of really deeply known, mm -hmm. really trusted individuals who are around them. And that's where they fuel up so that they can spend energy when they need to be involved with other people that are kind of draining them in some sort of way. And it can be challenging to recognize when is it that I'm actually so drained that I'm no longer able to be productive in the way that I'm engaging with other people? Mm. And then the other side of that is the skeptic. And that's the person who has hypercritical thinking skills and sometimes can really see it more as the problem mm -hmm. than as the opportunity. And so bringing those two things together can often be a person who's really inside their head, spending a lot of time by themselves, solving problems, but not really talking to other people about it. Mm -hmm. And that can be a superpower in many ways, but it needs to be something that gets managed when you're, and we often are in our work lives, surrounded by other people. Yeah, so they tend to be engineers, mm -hmm. software development, lawyers, things like that. Got it, got it. And, and sometimes, um, sometimes these folks tend to get in their own way because they become procrastinated. They think so much, and sometimes it becomes like an information overload, right? So I guess, yes. I guess, being a coach, you're able to help guide them towards the next step, the next level. Yes, we often are talking about like what I hear you describing there is that analysis paralysis. Yeah, I haven't definitely. figured it all out yet, so I can't tell anybody about it until <laughs> I've completely solved the problem. And yeah. since I also suffer from this disease, I recognize it really well in myself. Yeah. Um, but I also help other people recognize what is that threshold of what needs to be addressed, what needs to be understood in order for you to take it to that next level with those people you're talking to. Understood. So because you work with these types of clients, right, um, do you tend to just focus only on one-on-one -on -one coaching opposed to group coaching? You know, it's interesting. I've done some group. Most of the work that I do is really one-on-one -on -one coaching. Okay. Um, and at the same time, I've been working a little bit in the last year or two on whether it's an intact team 
um, but more frequently, even a group of individuals who may not even know each other who mm-hmm. come together, but they have common areas where okay. they want to develop and grow. Understood. And so then they get to learn from each other in addition mm-hmm. to whatever I might bring into that conversation. Got it. Got it. Keyword common area. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it, it makes sense. It makes sense. So if someone were looking for a coach, right? Uh, a person that fits the exact criteria of client you work with, what traits would you advise for them to look for? In the coach, you mean? In, in the coach, yeah. In, in the yes. interview process. I, it's really such a, a, a chemistry thing. So mm-hmm. I, I often have a, a chemistry call. So some of my clients come to me through corporate, they're paying me to coach an individual as part of the organization. Yeah. And one of the things I specifically ask for is a chemistry conversation. That person needs to feel like I'm trustworthy, that mm-hmm. I am someone that they can talk to and mm-hmm. I'm not spreading it all over to everyone else that I'm interacting with, with the organization, which I think is fair. Yeah, <laughs> so is. of yeah. course we want to do that. The other side of it too, is whether or not that person feels seen in a productive way. Because Mm -hmm. if I come in as a coach and I can't see you for all of the value that you bring, then how can I encourage you and support you to be able to show all of that value to everyone else around you in your professional and to some degree personal life? Okay. So so you basically allow them to to, to speak their mind and share their thoughts opposed to just driving them, pushing them, pushing them without even trying to get their feedback. Absolutely. If if I'm doing more telling than yeah. I am asking, I'm not doing my job well. Yeah, you're not coaching. My opinion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I hear you on that. So now we're at this point where I get the chance to hear your story, right? It's the storytelling time. So I want you to give me a two to three minute success story where you help to drive one of your clients towards success. Mm-hmm. So one of the other things that that shows up with my client base is really this, um, I'm not really sure how good I am and how much other people will appreciate the gifts that I bring uh, to the table in in my professional life. And I'm thinking of one person, but quite honestly, this is an area where there are several stories, same theme that come through. And, you know, the person that I'm thinking of was knocking it out of the park. Their boss was saying, you know, this person is amazing. I just wish they could see how amazing they were themselves. And so we spent a lot of time talking about how they could kind of reinforce more broadly than their um, immediate supervisor, but also to themselves, recognizing, do you see how amazing you just were when you did that thing? (laughs) And really helping them realize where that potential was, because the more they believed in themselves, the more that they were lifting up the people who were reporting to them as Mm. well, and really highlighting all of those successes. So by the end of our engagement together, they were telling me, by the way, this is where I was really amazing in this last period Mm. since we spoke and naming those successes without kind of hiding it underneath and saying, okay, well, I don't really want to brag, but no, get it out there. Tell people what you're amazing at and what you're wanting to learn next. And that's what I love to see. That's amazing right there. So it, it sounds like you have to also focus on psychology a little bit. You have to <laughs> you have to kind of play around with their heads and try to get them to understand um, that you've done this 
share it. It's, it's almost like a, like a confidence booster in a sense, right? Yes. Awesome, yeah. awesome. So Becky, what drives you? It's that result. It's okay. that being able to see people go, huh, you know what? I am pretty darn amazing and I'm, I'm ready to tell other people about it. And, and that can go overboard. We've all seen that person. And, and yeah. most of the people <laughs> that I work with, they would never dream of being the person who's kind of a braggart. Mm -hmm. um, so I never really feel like I have a huge risk of that. And so I really love to be able to see them recognize the value that they bring and their willingness to share that with other people, because mm -hmm. we all have gifts that are within, within us. Mm -hmm. And so my goal is for them to demonstrate how those gifts can be then paid forward to other people. Awesome. Awesome. I love that. I love that. So are you currently working on any new projects right now? Any new books, programs that you could share with us? So I am always, I'm always working on something new. So my, <laughs> my most recent venture is actually doing a little bit of research and doing some work for a book. Okay. I'm looking to write a book, essentially an introverted skeptics guide to leadership and really helping them recognize where their power is and how they can develop those gifts to be paying it forward and, and just keeping it at a bite-sized chapters and approach to thinking about how they can really be their most powerful leader. Awesome right there. How do you normally um, tend to acquire clientele? Is it, you mentioned before you work with a lot of corporations, right? Is it mostly through the corporations? Are you doing any type of social media work? Are you doing any type of, um, I guess, referral kind of structure? Talk to me about that as well. Yeah. So because of my background in human resources, I do have some relationships there and I've been okay. able to engage with organizations through that network a little bit. And also mm -hmm. just people I meet who say, wow, this could be helpful over here. And so I get referred in that way as well. At the same time, I also have people where I've met them in a variety of places. So on LinkedIn or in a conversation like this, someone might see me mm -hmm. and say, I want to learn more about that. And they'd make the decision. It's not about what my company will sponsor me to learn. This is my mm -hmm. investment in myself. And those people come to me directly. Yeah. Yeah. And Becky, by the way, you no, know, I love your mannerism. Like you're, you're laid back, but you're also, you eloquent and you know how to guide right um your storytelling skills is on point as well i'm very you know i pay attention to everything i'm very detailed <laughs> so now now understand why you work with the type of clients that you work with because your your nature is is calming and warming well thank you i appreciate that and my <laughs> my goal is always to be that person mm -hmm. that i'm meeting someone where they are mm -hmm. so i i i'm an introvert and yet I have a lot of words and I have a lot of intensity. And so I'm constantly metering so that I'm not completely like overwhelming someone with all the Becky. And so I can kind of settle back in and be calm when they need me to be calm. Yeah. But then I can ramp up that intensity when they need to feel that as mm. well. So thank you for saying that. I appreciate that. Awesome. And I, I love what you just mentioned. I'm an introvert with a lot of words. That should be on a t-shirt or a mug. <laughs> <laughs> I might need to do that. I might need to do that. Definitely. Make sure to send me, up, send me a, a, a copy, a, a mug or t-shirt. I'll be the first customer. <laughs> so 
You're awesome, Becky. I love the energy. I love everything you share with us. So if someone were to inquire about your services or just want to connect with you because you're such an amazing person, where can they go to um, connect with you? So certainly invite people to find me on LinkedIn um, and connect with me there. Just drop a line saying why, you know, you'd be interested in, in being connected with me. And I'm, I'm happy to connect for sure. Um, and certainly on my website as well, on Focus for Growth, I talk a little bit more about who the introverted skeptic is and, and why I love to work with that particular group so much. Mm -hmm. So if you'd like to learn a little bit more about me and through that, you can even schedule time on my calendar for uh, an introduction as well. Awesome. Awesome. Introverted skeptic. I love that term. I love that term. Yeah. Awesome. So Becky, thank you for coming on today's episode of how may I serve you? Thank you for sharing your story and thank you for everything you stand for. Right. Last but not least, I'm going to ask you this question. How may I serve you? So I appreciate that question. And I appreciate just the opportunity to have this conversation today. I've, I've really enjoyed the conversation. And the thing that I would say is I am in this process of collecting information and perspectives beyond my own about okay. introverted skeptics and what helps them be successful. So if you or someone you know is kind of in that camp of being an introverted skeptic and want to share some of the things that, while wow, this really changed the way that I led because I learned this thing, I'd mm. love to hear people's stories. So if they want to share those with me, I'd love to hear them. Awesome. Folks, you heard it from, from, her, from Becky herself, right? If you're interested in sharing your story, reach out to her via LinkedIn or via her email or her website. Reach out to her, please. Make it happen. So again, this is your host, Thomas Johnson. If you enjoyed today's episode, please feel free to share it with someone else that will benefit. And make sure to tune in for next week's episode. Once again, take care. God bless and cheers. We're out.